I've confessed to y'all before that I sometimes struggle with Matthew. This gospel book has many challenging messages in it, and it can be starkly dualistic in its representation of a life of faith. You're in or you're out, you're right or you're wrong, sheep and goats, wheat and chaff. There's not a lot of in between, not a lot of gray in Matthew. When our youngest son was a preteen, he often got himself backed into a corner with absolute thinking. He could be intractable, unequivocating. There's one correct answer and one correct answer only, and he usually knew it. It became a family joke to tease him in these moments and say, never use absolutes. Always avoid absolutes. He's starting to figure it out. I find that attitude a lot in Matthew. So I find it fun to poke around when the writer of this gospel gives us a little wiggle room. I find it hopeful to look for the moments when Matthew shows us some gray some room to explore the nuances of Jesus' message and see where there is a degree of spaciousness. The parable of the sower is just such a passage. Of course, there are some who would interpret this parable in absolutes. Be this soil and not that soil. But we're not going to do that. I would offer that we are all, all of the types of ground represented. This parable comes at the beginning of chapter 13 of the gospel. It's the first of a series of seven parables that Jesus is going to tell. The lectionary today gives us two sections of this gospel, but the helpful bit in the middle is left out. Verses 1 through 9 have Jesus sitting in a boat on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, talking to a great crowd standing on the beach. He tells them the story of the sower who went out to scatter seeds. Listen at the beginning, and let anyone with ears listen. At the end of this parable are important reminders to us that the Bible was written to be heard. In the intervening verses, 10 through 17, which we were not given today, we learn that Jesus has gone off, away from the crowds with his disciples. The explanation of this parable is given only to those closest followers of Jesus. Think about this group. It is a ragtag group of fishermen, a tax collector, a zealot. These disciples will be tasked at the end of Matthew to go out and make disciples of all nations. However, we know that as devoted as they are to Jesus, they often fall short. James will want to be his right-hand man. Peter will deny him. Judas will betray him. And yet, Jesus brought them along and entrusted them 
with the spreading of his message. Jesus modeled for them the extravagance of scattering seed, the word of God, even when it might fall on deaf ears. The sower sowed with abandon. The sower did not take individual seeds and tamp them down into the soil that was confirmed to be rich and fertile. The sower was not stingy and narrow in sowing. The sower scattered the seeds widely, and some might argue foolishly, in unlikely places. Have you ever had a plant pop up in your garden that you know was not there before and you did not plant it and wondered if a bird carried the seed there? Have you ever seen a fern or even a tree growing out of a cliff's sheer rocky face? So it is with the word of God. It is given extravagantly and abundantly and without concern for where it might land because you never know what might happen. So it was with the first disciples. They were imperfect people who sometimes got it right. Sometimes they were the path. Sometimes they were the rocky soil. Sometimes they were choked by thorns, and sometimes they were the good soil. So I think it is with us. In Jesus' explanation of the parable to his followers, he repeatedly uses the phrase, here's the word. I can't help but think of us, our liturgy, our worship, whether in our recent past sitting in pews, we're now sitting at home, hearing the word week after week. Pre-COVID, a layperson would step up to the lectern and announce a reading from and proceed with Hebrew scripture, psalms, and epistles. And the priest would read the gospel. We continue much of this now recorded announcing readers and proclaiming scripture for all to hear. Listen. Let anyone with ears listen. Our inner landscape changes season to season, week to week. Sometimes we are the path. Sometimes we are the rocky soil. Sometimes we are choked by thorns. And sometimes we are the good soil. Whatever the topography of our heart at the moment, the word of God is given to us regardless. We hear it, but not always in the same way. We hear it, but we do not always understand. And when we do understand, even the yield of the fruit we bear will differ. Praying through this scripture this week has given me a whole new way of hearing and thinking about our call and response at the end of a reading. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
the word of the Lord for you, whether you're trodden, rocky, thorny, or fertile ground today. The word of the Lord is for you and will keep being proclaimed to you. Thanks be to God that whether I am distracted by anything from a grocery list to a pandemic, feeling burdened by family and society, worried about the cares of the world, we respond, thanks be to God, that I can keep having the word of the Lord proclaimed extravagantly and without barrier based on my ability to understand it and be present at this very moment. Thanks be to God indeed. Be well, my friends. I miss you. <laughs>